Welcome back. Episode 15, Bookhead Spot. I'm Dr. David Edelman, as always, here with Big Time Tommy, the Danimal, Danny Waylonis. How we doing, fellas? It's a great day to be alive, Dave. <laughs> sure, day to be alive. <laughs> sure is, Danny. Sure Everything's is. coming up, Danny, right now. Well, did you go to opening day? I did not go to opening day. Some of us have to work. One <laughs> of us can just sit at home all day and just willy nilly go to a day game on a Thursday. Yeah, right. This Most is true. Have jobs, we have families to support. This is true. I'm uh, not one of them, <laughs> but some people. But, but do. there are people. But there are people out there that do do that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I will say, last time you had tickets to opening game, opening day, a uh, worldwide pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Yankee fan. I've never been to opening day in my entire life. And when I finally said, screw it, I'm putting it into that. The whole fucking world shut down. So uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not tempting fate again. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, obviously, most of this pod is going to be devoted to uh, the final four and the tournament thus far and how UConn is the best team ever. Uh, but we will start off with uh, our sweet boy and uh, the Yankees. Yeah, we had a had a nice little day today. It's been crazy because I'm normally I spend like a month or two just like salivating over opening day baseball, getting ready for it, getting my hopes up like an idiot, like I do every <laughs> year. But this year it really crop crept up. I think yeah, part of it, it is the the World Baseball Classic was happening, so it kind of made you feel like you're still deep into the offseason, which we mm -hmm. weren't. And then two, normally, I don't give a shit about college basketball nearly <laughs> this much for the whole past <laughs> month. So it's been completely distracting. It completely snuck up on me, but boy, am I happy it's back. <laughs> I honestly forgot that they started on March 30th. They're, they're usually like, what, like April 1st, April 2nd? Yeah, it's usually one of the last few days of March or one of the first few days of April. It's creeping. It's creeping. Yeah. Is, um, as a noted so not baseball watcher, is the World Baseball Classic always on this close to the opening day? I have no goddamn clue. <laughs> For, I, I have no idea when it normally is. I don't know how often it is. Four years like Olympics, maybe. I have no goddamn clue. I think it's like every three years, which is even weirder. Why would why every three years? Because they want they want to be unique, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I watched I watched exactly one at bat of that, and it was that last at bat between Otani and Trout, and <laughs> Trout struck out. It was really anticlimactic. Sounds like but, baseball. Uh, yeah, but we got the the boys back today. Yankees came out, hang out, came out swinging. Literally, Judge after <laughs> a nice little American League record breaking season hit a home run on his very first at bat. Uh, really announced his way, announced his um, his arrival this year in a big way. <laughs> first year as a captain as well after his big payday. Funny they were playing the San Francisco Giants when at one point it was reported yep. he was signing with the Giants. So it could have been the opposite, and it could have been. Just so depressing for a Yankee fan. Our first episode, wasn't it? Arson Judge. Arson Judge. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> people, John Heyman. People don't forget. <laughs> people don't forget, John. <laughs> that was a big, big day. Uh, offense, five runs. Garrett Cole came out, 11 strikeouts, no over six innings, didn't give up a single run. Overall, whole team shut him out. Great start. Really nifty start. Compared Everyone to last tremendous. year when they started, they gave up three runs in the first inning. It was like, oh, boy. Ooh, here we mm. go. Tommy, how'd, uh, how'd the Sox do today? 
we freaking stink. Season's over. <laughs> call it quits. Burn, burn the stadium down. Sell the team. It, you know, I, I, I was kind of. I think I like the pitch clock thing because if anybody doesn't know, the Red Sox just basically lost on the pitch clock. By it was awesome. I saw that. Like, it was awesome. one awesome. in Wait, MLB I didn't see what happened. <laughs> He, he just he he timed out like he timed out that's it i mean he's it's the first Who time endeavors yeah endeavors uh, it, <laughs> i mean it's gonna be one of those things where as the season goes on too you're just gonna start hearing like players bitch about it more and more but it's gonna be kind of electric i think as the season like gets later and later um yeah. i think it will make a difference but it's fucking annoying there was already i think there was like three or four pitch clock violations in the first like early games like um Strowman from the Cubs had a pitch clock violation. Um, Red Sox obviously just ended on a pitch clock violation. And then someone earlier in the Red Sox uh, Orioles game also had a pitch clock violation. He was the first hitter to have it happen ever, which whatever. I'm annoyed by it right now because we lost through it, but I think it's gonna be kind of kind of fun. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to to watch like consistently today. I kind of just had it up on one of my screens at work. Um, so I couldn't really tell how much the flow of the game was changing, but the Yankee game ended in two and a half hours. Yeah, that's that's awesome. wild. That's it's awesome. Wild. Listen, I'm like one of the biggest baseball supporters of the rules, keeping them and everything like that, but I'm not going to complain if I don't have to watch for over three hours. No, like it was awesome. Two and, two and a half is like sweet Perfect. spot, I think, especially like how... when time comes to go to games. Yeah. Yankee Stadium, seven o'clock start. I'm usually not home until past 11 o'clock. Yeah. If you can get me home a half hour earlier, I'm a, I'm, I'm a happy boy. That's that's a good sweet spot. Like two hours, like college basketball games being two hours is just fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's um I so I know it's it's 15 seconds if there's no man on men on base. And then if there's any men on, it's 20 seconds. But it's fucking awesome. I mean, I you don't realize how slow they were going yeah. until today. Like I, I I like watched one of Garrett Cole's pitches and then I looked down at my phone and then in one second it felt like I looked up and he was pitching again. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Just rapid yeah. fire. I think it's going to be great. Uh, unfortunately, think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, unfortunately, I looked up at the, uh, I looked up and saw a highlight on the Red Sox Orioles at like the top of the seven. It was like 10, 30 or something crazy. Shameful, shameful. Yeah, no, it's it's it is gonna be fun. Like I don't want to watch a four hour baseball game. The real test is when the Yankees and Red Sox play, and you don't have to watch a four and a half hour game anymore. Like mm-hmm. that shit was. I feel like so in, dumb. In those games, I feel there's gonna be a thousand violations. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So, so something about the game just makes them play so goddamn slow. So what hap- What is the ruling on a violation? What happens? They just take base. Uh, if you're a batter, I believe it's a strike, so you could strike out on it. And then if you're a pitcher, I think it's a ball. <laughs> but what is the what is the deal with the batter? They just have to be ready to accept a pitch in yeah, the time. Yeah. because batters, I don't know if you ever like yeah, watch them. Take Some of them are the absolute time. head fucking, cases yeah. where they step out, they redo both their gloves, yeah, they do some weird thing with their bat, they Kick like the feet, clank yeah. around in the dirt a little bit, and then they come out and then they put the hand up to the umpire, kick a little more dirt. And then just wait until they're ready, and then they fucking finally go in there. Next thing you know, it's 45 seconds later, and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> so My no more favorite, of that, which is going to be great. I think the best rule change is the bases being, bases being bigger. They're they're a large pizza box now. It's fucking enormous. <laughs> I love it. I kind of want them to be even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> 
just get as big as possible. I, I think that is going to be a huge thing, though. That's going to like increase offense a little bit. You know, people are going to start. Uh, there's another stealing rule too more. that yeah, stealing, stealing more, yeah. more stealing. That's that's going to be fun. I like that. A pitchers like I don't think they can throw over to first base more than once per batter or something. Yeah, like that. that sounds yeah. right. So that so if they throw over once, it gives the runner a huge advantage, knowing that they can't really get picked off. Yeah. Uh, it might be might be butchering that rule a little bit, but it sounds like it, that. It benefits the uh, stolen bases. They needed to do something for uh, uh, baseball because it was pretty much dying at a rapid pace. But it was now, but now it's electric and we're fucking back. Yeah. All right, let's move on to wait, Dave. Hold on, what's up? What's our bet? Did we take Yankees over? Oh, men's, right? hold hold, please. Old police, I believe out. we had Yankees plus 95 wins or something. Timeout, like timeout, 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 timeout. Timeouts aren't good for podcasting, Dave. <laughs> Quick timeout. Well, Quick timeout. Hold, hold, hold every, over 94 and a half. 94 and a half. So I think I think that's going to be easy. I think. I mean, would you, should we, we should be already be able to cash out of it. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Why is this guy still holding on to our money? This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh probably because we're the worst gamblers alive. All right, yeah, let's move probably. on to the NFL. Uh, continuing on the week in review here, Lamar Jackson watch. This guy is so fucking stupid and cannot get out of his own way. A ton of new reports since we we last were on the pod. Um, <laughs> one of which, uh, what was his name? Ken, Kenny Price, Kenny Pickett, something like that. He had basically some guy who owns a gym in in like his town that he deals with or something was making calls to the NFL teams on his behalf, which is completely not allowed. And the NFL quickly sent a memo to every single team forbidding it. Uh, and then it came out today that he doesn't. It's not that he just wants more guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson. It's that he wants a longer contract as well as a Jesus. more guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson. I mean, this guy is a complete idiot. His market is completely drying up. I honestly don't know what's going to happen, but nothing good for him. I love it. I love it's the fact great. that he doesn't. He doesn't have an agent, and he's just having like random dudes call up like league offices like GM. <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's like he's going to one. He's going to one of his friends. He's like, "Yeah, you want to like be my agent for a little bit?" It was Ken Francis. That was the name, Ken Francis. Yo, so, so uh, I might have fucked up a little bit here. <laughs> Do you mind? Uh, hey, Omar, uh, this? I call. I call, called the Pats, and uh, <laughs> some some stuff happened. Something not so chill happened, and now all of a sudden the NFL's on to us, buddy. I mean, I mean, he's got to go somewhere. <laughs> like, he has no leverage in this situation, though. Like, none of the. It sounds like. I mean, if I were him, I'd probably honestly sue a bunch of the teams because it sounds like they're like kind of colluding in the background because nobody wants to pay a Deshaun Watson contract anymore. And if Lamar gets a contract that's like Deshaun's with like all that guaranteed money, they're all going to be fucked. Like, the quarterback market is going to be insane the next like five years if if they allow like another one to go through like this. So. It's kind of like in a he's in a lose lose situation. The owners don't want to pay another contract like that. I think big time. They well the, 
the second that contract like, came down, everyone was like, "Well, that fucking sucks for this market." It will exactly. That's the thing. Right. The fucking Browns in typical Browns fashion <laughs> fucked everything up because they can't reset the market like that. It's going to totally fuck all team salary cap situations, and nobody's going to give a guy like Lamar a long term, fully guaranteed deal when in the last two years he hasn't even finished the fucking season. Tyler Huntley, his backup, made the fucking Pro Bowl and he sucked anyway. It's insane. It's totally insane. He's completely screwed himself. The Ravens were offering him 200 mil guaranteed, and he fucking didn't take it. Unbelievable. What and meanwhile, shot. he's got Joey No Nuts calling around. <laughs> hey, my guy. Yeah, yeah. I, need you, I need you to talk to Lamar, okay? We're going to want a little bit more money. <laughs> to be clear, I, I don't I don't represent him. <laughs> I'm just a friend. I'm, just I'm not a, friend. a representative. I'm just... <laughs> I'm looking out for this guy. He didn't ask me to do this. Hypothetically speaking, there's a guy who played for Louisville and won a Heisman who wants to sign a long-term NFL contract. Are you interested? Yes or no? Let me know. Just for my just for my knowledge. I can tell Hypothetically. Anyone. Oh my God. What a moron. Um, speaking of other morons, uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers coming out of his darkness retreat since the, since, I believe since our last pod, uh, that he's going to want to play for the Jets. And that was about two weeks ago and the Jets still haven't managed to make a trade for him or sign him. I feel like most franchises would be like, yeah, they'll figure it out. But like, I get the Jets are kind of turning over a little bit of a leaf. They're, they're taking steps in the right direction, but like you still have that nagging feeling in the back of your head that the jets are going to jet and they're going to yep. somehow fuck this up and yep. then what does Aaron Rodgers retire I think I think this is a situation where it's like um the guy who doesn't want to get back to you about borrowing your rake or something next door it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah man, man, don't worry about it yeah I'll, I'll bring it back I'll bring it back don't worry and the jets the jets owner is just like sitting there like smoking cigarettes in his office that the headline that I saw today from ESPN which I fucking was absolutely dying at was Jets owner anxious for team to finalize Aaron Rodgers trade. I'm like, this guy must be shitting his pants right now. Absolutely full of poopy in his diaper, just waiting for, <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers to call him up. He's He's got to be like playing a, a mind game with them here or something. Like, why not just be like, all right, let's get this fucking shit done, dude. Yep. Like, let's, let's sign this. It sa- sounds yeah. like uh, sounds like a, a, poop, a poopy filled diaper. Sounds like a bunch of guys I knew this past weekend. It's been there watching UConn basketball. You see, uh, Sauce Gardner tweeted today that uh, he tweeted like just like a picture, but it was a picture of like three fingers and a football, like Odell sketch. <laughs> so now, so now there's a little smoke out there that mm. Odell's going to go to the Jets. Is is Odell just playing social media games with everybody? He's just, he just kind of like uh, big green. Going from team to team, <laughs> fucking around, being like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna come here. I'm gonna work out for you guys." Yeah. Does he's got he's like on a road show right now? It's weird. He just needs a guy to start calling teams on his behalf. <laughs> that's, that's his problem. That's He'd be it. signed already. That's it. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why Green Bay is refusing a, a straight up Zach Wilson for Aaron Rodgers uh, trade. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what what that what they could possibly be thinking about not taking that generational talent. But you know, that's neither here nor there. He'll he'll, he'll they'll make it work for sure. Keep, the Jets can never screw anything up. I keep forgetting about Zach Wilson. 
Was he the one I'm seeing ghosts on the bench? Yeah. No, 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 that was their that other was first round. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Whoops. <laughs> he was Jesus. the BYU guy who never played a single good team in college. Oh. And then they drafted like second overall and he stunk in the NFL. And they're like, whoa. And everyone but thought he was you. everyone thought he was so cool because he was like supposedly banging moms. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that translates <laughs> to a good quarterback. I'm so excited. <laughs> and then meanwhile, they had literally a a stud super future Super Bowl winning quarterback in Mike White sitting behind him. <laughs> they just let him go. Who is literally two and zero oh in games that Danny has gone to MetLife Field and drank over twelve Miller Whites in. I don't. It's ridiculous. Vince Their stats. talent evaluations off. They're just simply off. Speaking of uh, Jets Giants, they got new turf recently, so we're back. Wait, did they really? <laughs> Yeah, no more no more injuries for either team. Is so we don't have to watch every single wide receiver we have <laughs> tweak his ankle, destroy their knee. This will, I'm, this so will fix bad. everything. <laughs> That'll surely fix everything. Uh, all right, I think the time has come. It is time to talk about the March Madness tournament, and. I don't know. Maybe is there is there? I don't know if there's much to talk about. Maybe one team in particular has been yeah, making not a ton of interest on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, UConn is the fucking best team in the country, <laughs> and we've been fucking shoving people in lockers, beating the shit out of people, snapping necks, shitting down throats. Let's fucking go. It's crazy to think that, like, you know, we started doing this podcast, like, however long ago. <laughs> We're the fucking odds that one of the main things we talk about just takes off. Yep. Yep. That's that. That's just luck right there, boys. It's it's fucking. Well, finally, something good happens for us. You know, I mean, yeah. we just haven't had that much fortune. So it's you can't catch a break. These we haven't been able to catch a break our whole lives. Finally, something good happens. Kidding. Kidding. Not to uh, have a cathartic experience either, but I mean, they started the season so hot. Mm-hmm. They peaked way too early. I mean, they were peaking. And then they just, what, Hurley got COVID. We dropped the game. We dropped, what, four or five? We were dropping games before you got COVID. We were, that's, that sucked. Man. We lost that very, that first in conference game, I think, to Providence, a very close game. And then they spiraled, <laughs> absolutely became head cases, spiraled, couldn't do shit out there. Hurley even like admitted that like even he was like to blame for that like the mental thing. Like, yeah. Like they they fed off of his bad energy basically, and they just went into an absolute like tailspin. I it's love been it. it's been awesome. It's yeah. been fucking but, awesome. You know, we came out of January, we started playing some good ball, and uh, kind of got our our groove back. And then listen, like. As good as I think we were, even like during that run, I was like, all right, maybe we're frauds. I hope we're not frauds. And then we started playing well again. I was like, okay, we're good. We're a good team. We're a good team. And I'm a big Ken Palm guy. Only when it tells me my team's good. <laughs> the Ken Palm guy. And we were still top 10, even during that losing streak, we were still like top 10 Ken Palm the whole time. And, but even then, I did not anticipate what we have watched the last few weeks. <laughs> Just, yep. oh my god, we're winning every game by like tw- an average of like twenty five points. It's insane. We're just knocking everyone's dicks in. It's great. Like that first game. The first game was um, what Iona. Everyone was just sucking Rick Pitino's dick, being like, "Oh, it's a bit upset alert." Everyone, everyone, everyone's picking Iona money line. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> he still had a shitty team. Yeah. We can't He's coach still playing UConn. Yeah, can't coach talent. 
Like, come on. So then we started off that first game. We were losing at halftime, I think, right? And then yeah. it was just like yep. afterburners in the second half. <laughs> second game, St. Mary's. We were winning after the first half, I think, but it was still a little like touch and go. Afterburners the second half. Yep. And it was never particularly close in the next few games. Yep. It, I mean, it, it's been ridiculous. Tom, what do you think was – what do you think is the biggest part of the run? It, I, I feel like it's – to me, it's the three-point shooting, but, I mean, the big play has just been fucking pretty incredible as well. Yeah. I mean, Sonogo and Klingon have just been able to, like, swap, you know? Sonogo's yeah. had some cold spots throughout the entire, like, season, um, but Klingon's been there to – and I'm surprised – dude, like, you don't see freshmen show up the way that he's done uh usually i mean he's a, he's an absolute monster he's gonna have an awesome season next year too um so that's been fantastic i mean our shooters have been kind of hot and cold throughout the season but they've gotten hot at the right moment we just have to hope that they yeah. keep it up for like these last two games hopefully you know yeah, speaking fingers. of freshmen despite this guy caravan is <laughs> he's just so wow. solid he just plays good fucking ball and he hits big shots yeah, he's very clutch. It's uh, honestly, it's like we you just have all of the pieces. Like they just have all of the pieces. They have a second big who could start on most teams in the country. You have the role playing three and D guy in Caravan who just when he fucking sets up and gets one foot, two foot shot, it's fucking going in. It's just absolutely wet. Hawkins got a shot back. You have the star guard, um, Aline plays extremely well role players are just so good yeah yep. like they know their job they're not trying to do more and they just do it perfect perfectly yep the unsung hero of of i think this whole college basketball season has been the transfer portal honestly like we had some big transfers this this season and you're seeing now the parody leaking into like every other like how yep. is fau in the final four right now yeah seriously. I, I have no idea but i mean there's some there's some schools now that just like I, I don't think Kentucky wants to like keep up with the transfer portal. Like if people are going to be just one and dunning them like all the time, you know, uh, I don't know. That's, that's going to add some fun parody. I think for, for college basketball, at least for football, it's going to suck a little bit more, but um, that's been nice. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's interesting how like the NIL has been going on, but like it hasn't look who's in the fucking final four. Like it hasn't, yeah kicked in i mean kentucky has th like well, three of the top four players next year i guess mm -hmm. but i don't know I, I don't think it's it's been as bad as people thought it was going to be like charles barkley was on 60 minutes last weekend like fucking having a meltdown about how it ruined college basketball but i think we're doing okay i think it's made it more fun honestly i don't want to watch duke i mean thank god shashevsky's no longer there but i don't want to watch duke every season like them getting sucked off on national tv like, it sucks <laughs> like, i don't, like, I don't like, care about it, them if duke north carolina kentucky not being in the final four and kansas being in the final four every year is ruining college basketball then fucking ruin it <laughs> exactly <laughs> burn it to the fucking ground yeah like, i don't want anything to do with it Speaking of burning to the ground, North Carolina, holy fuck, literally like every player from that team last year is transferred. It's insane. Wait, I thought a few people have said that they're staying. They're not even like, weren't like, 
Baycott or whatever his name is. Baycott, he's but he's like the only one. Like all their yeah. other good players are. I think they're they're I don't know, like some shit I've read online, which is definitely not true, is like that Huber Davis is just like has no idea what the fuck is going on and shit is just unraveling there, which is fine. Fine with me. I, ju- I just got a breaking note from our from our producer. Oops. Breaking um, news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, breaking news, not breaking note. Um <laughs> it's actually one of my coworkers. I'm using my my laptop and he pinged me and said wow trump and i was like what he goes take a look uh, he just got indicted by a new york grand jury and he's like is, is new york gonna burn tonight oh. <laughs> out my window right now. <laughs> Danny, if you need to shelter come shelter in new jersey we'll keep you safe <laughs> hey now just I just got a Yankees podcast. Oh, and then there's Trump indictments under the impression. <laughs> got it. Okay. There we go. And All there right. it is. All right. And that was talking politics. And that was talking politics. Uh, Yeah, so this run has been fucking awesome. We beat the shit out of everyone. The first two rounds were, I was like, okay, these are inferior opponents. Um, And then the St. Mary's, like that one foreign guy got hurt who was like their best scorer. I was like, okay, whatever. Hopefully we still, we are as good as I think we are. And then we beat the absolute piss out of Arkansas, who, but the, even then, even then I was like, well, like they literally didn't even shoot a three. Like their team is the really worst weird. Team. <laughs> like they yeah. look far worse than Iona and St. Mary's. I, thought. I was yes. like, what is this team good at? <laughs> it made no sense. They literally like would pass up open shots. They had that guy who looks like the Prometheus character, like just a weird team overall. And then when after Gonzaga happened and Drew and I, I personally ended Drew Timmy's career, I was oh, I'm thrilled. So happy. we're fucking so good. a little bit of background here. So last weekend we uh, there was a group of about twelve UConn fans all together <laughs> in a house for our friend Dave here's bachelor party, hey. and this was planned a long time ago. <laughs> the odds that we. It was planned around this weekend, right. thinking it would just be a March Madness watching weekend. We'd all be able to watch basketball, gamble, drink, have a great time. Mm-hmm. But the fact that UConn happened to be playing <laughs> is one thing. The fact that UConn had to be playing, it was just fucking shitting down throats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were all literally watching the games, just being like, I, I don't know how to react to this. <laughs> like, we're very used to being very nervous and in the game, going crazy. Yeah. We are just like, what, what the fuck is happening <laughs> <laughs> At one point in the first game, I think, when we were up by like 20 with like nine minutes left, oh, by like 30 with nine minutes left, the other team went on like a nine point, uh, Arkansas went on like a nine point run or something. Mm-hmm. And Dave wasn't watching TV. And I was like, I got to get excited about something. So I just <laughs> fucking screamed at Dave. I was like, <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> I had to manufacture excitement. <laughs> like, it just, that, it was surreal. That was the only reason we won that game. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was fucking awesome. Yes. We will, uh, we will review the bachelor party. It was fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we literally threaded the needle the first game. So everyone got there Thursday night and not only were we on Thursday night, but we were on like just late enough for everyone to get, get in. And we were able to watch that game. And then this, the elite eight game was on Saturday night. So obviously we got to watch that too play some golf, play some drinking games. It was fucking awesome. That and like just UConn going to the final four just made it one of the best weekends ever. It was fucking awesome. Imagine though, there was talk of going to Vegas for your bachelor party originally, which, you know, would have been electric. 
but I crazier would not have. I'm glad. No, no, I'm yeah. I'm out on Vegas for all those who want to know. I've been there every single time I've left an absolutely broken human being with no money left in my bank account because I have a family <laughs> it's an issue. Danny has, you know, we've the boys have taken a few strolls to uh, to Vegas before, and uh, I, I, Danny may have tested the limits of the daily ATM withdrawals <laughs> <laughs> one to two times. Who's who knows? You know, who who am I to say? Yeah. It couldn't have been more perfect of a weekend though, just between UConn just absolutely shanking every shot on the golf course. Yep. It was a uh, it, it was perfect. It was it was one for the books for sure. Um the uh I don't know, the weekend started off with UConn UConn saying they walked into their hotel room and basically there was piss and shit still all over the walls and they were like, and then plus Ooh. other things which you can use your imagination. <laughs> yeah, we're a PG podcast here, but uh, yeah, that was that was certainly not a great start, and I thought that was a horrible omen for the next uh, the next couple of days for sure. And then after the the game against well, that was against Arkansas, right? Not San Mary's. Yeah. Um, after that Arkansas game, the bus got broken into uh, that they were all using, and some of their stuff oh got yeah, stolen. it was just like keep fucking with us, keep keep doing it, keep fucking yep. with us. We're gonna come out and punch you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't seen anything go wrong yet for this weekend, and I'm getting, actually you see that Jonathan the Husky couldn't couldn't fit on the plane, so he's not making the trip. <laughs> Oh God! No, really? I actually really don't like that. That's oh, not good. Boy. That's not a good one of these things. What do you mean he couldn't fit on the plane? They wouldn't <laughs> let him on the plane. They like it was the fucking craft. It was the craft's personal fucking plane. Between him and like the hand, his handlers, like they didn't have room for them. I, I like, couldn't fit under the seat. <laughs> I don't know. Nope, this twenty pounds is over the limit. Sorry, buddy. Don't you realize he's an emotional support dog for the entire state of Connecticut? <laughs> <He's serious. laughs> he needs to be there. He seriously is. I mean, holy shit. Right. He needs to. He we need to get him somewhere. We need. We just need to get him to Houston. I don't know if he's going to make the I'm hoping it's like a fucking surprise, like holy shit, like WWE moment with Jonathan the Husky pulling yeah, right. out to half court. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> yeah, I, so I don't know. Wrap it, like wrapping up talk on this. I just like this tournament has just been awesome as a whole. Like the upsets have been great. UConn's knocking everyone's dick in. I know everyone around the country loves to see that. And the best is like reading the talk on like Reddit and the internet is just like, oh, here they come. One of these fucking bullshit UConn teams once every I 10 years. I absolutely yep. hate that talk. Yeah, right. Like, fuck you. FAU yep. won, like, had the most wins in the country. They were like a top 25, 30 team in Kempom all year. UConn was top in Kempom all year and at one yeah. point was considered the best team in the country. Sure, say what you want about Arkansas and Miami, but it wasn't like they're dreadful right i mean they're this was not the 2014 team this team had this was more like 2011 i I feel like people love to look at 20 at uconn in general and just because of 2014 point to every single one of their championships and be like oh they made some miraculous run 2011 they were a three seed they were fucking real they were they were like like 10 or 11 in the country at the end of the season they were a good team so like i'm i don't want to hear any of that bullshit that this is like a fraud or, or lucky run this is probably the most well-rounded team they've like ever had. Yeah, if <laughs> they're so that slump, good. That midseason slump is what really killed us, honestly. And we were losing to good teams too. I mean, yeah, we lost at home to St. John's. Yeah. 
the, I think the worst loss for us probably in conference was, yeah, that or maybe the uh, Seton Hall game. The Seton Hall York. was bad because we were up by like 20 points at like, at, at like halftime. Yeah. I mean, other than that, we probably could have been one or two seed. Like, yeah. But, oh, well. And also we were underseeded. So if you that, want to put yes. a fourth seed and say, oh, fourth seed, blah, 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 we should have been a three seed. Like, we should have been a three in the East. Mm-hmm. It's com- It was yeah. complete fucking bullshit. I mean, listen, we probably are where we are because of it. But like we, us being a four in Vegas was such horseshit. Complete yeah. horseshit. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last thing we can review, Brandon Miller shooting for the NBA. Just not, it's just good for him, you know. Just, just some low hanging fruit, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Whoa. you know, you, just, you gotta reach out and grab it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I'm, I'm not better than that. I'm not better. They hired a uh, armed guard, I think, to be within the entire like NCAA tournament or something. So <laughs> it's just kind of like, like what? Like, I don't know, man. It, it, it's so weird, so weird. This whole circumstance, and now he's gonna jump to the NBA, make millions of dollars. People are going to forget about it, you know. Well, that surely well, shouldn't be a red flag to any NBA yeah. teams that want to draft him. Well, no, no, no. under underreported nuance is that he actually provided the gun to his security guards. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just drove the gun. <laughs> he to drove them. the guns to his security guards. <laughs> Whatever yeah. they do with it after is not his business. <laughs> okay, God. That guy, I mean, they were destined to lose. They just had too much fucking oh. heat on them, and Nate Oates is too much. Poor, of a poor Nate idiot. Oates. <laughs> Wah. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> have to do a better guy. Just the, uh, he's just the wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> you sure about that? You sure about that? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Nate Oates. Unbelievable. Uh, sorry, we, uh, we quoted, uh, we're, we're, we're big on, um, I think you should leave right now. So getting ready for the new season. So you may hear a bit of that trickle into the pod this weekend, further weeks coming. All right, let's move on to the look ahead. We're going to talk about guess what? That's right. The masters. No, just kidding. <laughs> we're we're going to stay on the final four Saturday. We all know, we all know Adam Schefter's winning the whole thing. <laughs> not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> he is probably one of the worst golfers of all time i couldn't even imagine that man with that pear-shaped body swinging the golf club effectively <laughs> uh all right so final four first game i believe is at 6 30 fau san diego state nothing really to talk about there the game everyone thought we were going to get for the final four just kidding i mean i I don't know. I I'm still interested in it. I'll be in. Oh, it's six oh nine. San Diego State minus two and a half over under one thirty one and a half. That's way too high a number. Um, little preview Just, there for Doctor Locks. My question is why it's the final four. Why play the first game at six oh nine and the second one at nine o'clock almost? Like what the fuck? And then the championship is at nine o'clock on the Monday. That, the that, Monday thing is so stupid. Like yeah, that, no, you're sense. literally broadcasting schools. Yeah, and you're you're telling students that the game's on nine o'clock on a Monday night. That that's not very um, what's the word here? Student athlete of UNCAA. <laughs> they just they don't even do this for college football. I don't understand. Like they play the college football championship sometimes in Texas, California. They never do a nine o'clock kickoff. It just doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I don't think this game is going to be that bad. Honestly, San Diego State. 
I think it's uh, it should be a little bit of a knife fight. I think both these teams, like FAU is really good. I'm I'm shocked how good they are. But uh, I'm rooting for FAU. I, oh, I mean, sorry, uh, San Diego State, just because FAU kind of feels like like it's got a little magic in the run. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, uh oh, like that. This one thing that a buzzsaw like UConn might get tripped up on is yeah, is magic. Every time, well. yeah, they do. That's the problem. They're they're just like that classic cinderella team that gets extremely hot from three i cannot stand the way they do the national championship like in any in any of the major sports football basketball having it on a monday fucking night is so stupid do the final four on a friday and do the championship on a sunday do the final four split it or something on a thursday friday night and do the champ whatever don't make it a Saturday at six and then nine. And then the fucking championship's going to start at like nine 30 on Monday. It makes no fucking sense. And the arguments against it are so stupid. They're like, Oh, the nights people are home or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, started, at you. started at eight. Exactly. <laughs> started at a reasonable hour. That's all I want. <laughs> Some of us have a job to wake up for. Fuck. And a family to take care and of. And family to feed. God not, not damn us, it. but some people. Not us, but other people. God. <laughs> so ridiculous. I am um, absolutely shitting my pants for this game. I've seen, I saw a few people in the office this week. They're like, oh, how excited are you? Uh, I'm not excited. I, I am beyond nervous. I'm absolutely broken man mentally because i don't know how to process how to feel and i am so nervous especially because everyone is basically just slotting yukon in as national championship right now yeah and the fact that they're minus odds to yeah, win the national championship yeah. before they've even played in the final four game yep. is horrifying yep absolutely horrifying i do think like i, I think we can I, I think the team i'm most worried about is either Miami or San Diego State. San Diego State just plays such good defense. I really think we can out-talent all of the remaining teams. Easily. Like, even if we cool off a little bit from three, or even if, like, Sonogo gets in some foul trouble, like, I think we can just – I think we can make do. Because, like, Miami, like, has some good older guard play, but, like, they don't have much of an inside presence at all. And I feel like we're going to absolutely murder them uh, in the paint and on the boards. But – uh, I am a little concerned about San Diego State, but I, again, I think we could just kind of out talent them. I think we're clearly the best team. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone would doubt yeah. that, but yeah. it's just, I'm afraid that these guys in that locker room, hopefully, Hurley's got their heads on right. I'm afraid these guys in the locker room are basically like, oh my god, like we're the best we want already, like, and not taking it seriously enough. Um, yeah, no reason to think that. I've never been in that locker room, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but I feel like it's a genuine concern that a fan should have. I've been in that locker room uh, on several occasions. Uh, it was many years ago, but it still counts nonetheless. Uh, that, that was in the Kevin Hall years. Hand up. That's my fault. Oh, those guys uh, didn't give a shit about anything. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think Hurley's doing his interview on PMT, by the way, was fucking was hilarious when he said that. When they told him that Joey Calcaterra was uh 0-18 against Iona and St. Mary's when he was at San Diego, and he was like, oh, I wouldn't have played him if I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> He's been awesome. He's been like a little like PR yeah. tour. Everybody's getting uh getting an interview with him. Also, yeah. all the uh former UConn alum are doing it. Like Ray Allen, Rip Hamilton were were doing like stuff with like CBS Sports and, and all this stuff. Just like oh, I love it. I, yeah. I love all the ex-UConn guys coming out right now and supporting us. It's 
Yeah. It feels nice. It feels good. The, the Jim Calhoun content they've been uh yep. putting on is is just been chef's it's, kiss. Listen, Get me ready to go. The guy's a piece of shit, but it does kind of suck that like Kevin Ollie's like he's basically persona non grata right now at UConn. Yeah. Like you can't even like Yep. They can't break like it like they ended on very bad terms, but I yeah. hope at some point they can like repair that a little bit. Like you still like good alumni won a championship for us like yeah hopefully they can repair that in a, in a way like i think what is he, he dug, doing right i think now? he dug his own grave i think he did a horrible job after he won the championship so it's all his fault i think but then the whole breakup was very messy and uconn was probably in the wrong because they were just like they tried to like cite cause and the truth was he just fucking sucked at his job yep <laughs> big time i got a what is he doing right now? Does anyone know? I think he was coaching Ooh. in that like three on three league or something, and then mm. but he recently just like quit or got fired or something. Tommy stats? He's he's a he's do, he's a rec ball coach now. Um, yeah. So I got a really good one. Mm. I think we've got about a seventy five percent chance. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, we've we've got a seventy five percent chance of winning the game, probably according to my stats, because there's been no NCAA tourney winners west of Texas since nineteen ninety seven. Meaning wow. San Diego State's they're already out of this thing. Wow, they're gonna lose that game, right? I mean, there's no way. <laughs> How did you end <laughs> on seventy five percent there, Chief? Uh, because you know, three... <laughs> it's yeah, I don't know what the exact math is. It I just pulled the number. It, it was back of the napkin math. He tossed out the napkin. Don't <laughs> ask him. Don't <laughs> ask him for proof. I'll okay. be honest. I didn't really do any math here. I just read that. This wasn't a statistical analysis. <laughs> oh, Tommy's stats really Damn just. It. But wow. here's here's another stat for you. FAU, <laughs> real. <laughs> you know, FAU and Miami are both. Uh, east of Texas, so we oh. might have a we might have a problem. That's a that's check a bad in on one. that because we can't trust yeah. you anymore. But uh, sorry, guys, east of Texas. Well, we'll we'll have to figure that out. All right. Well, three of those guys are at least east of the line. We've I think got that, a pretty good I think chance. that kicks our. I think that I'm not a doctor, but I think that kicks us down to 33 percent, Chief. Mm, but that doesn't that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Anywho, uh, all right, let's move on to. Oh, well, real quick, the uh, like, there's been a lot of talk about how the Final Four kind of sucks this year, which. You know, obviously we're blinded to, but I think that I, I do think that's kind of bullshit. But I also the get in price. I saw Mandel tweeted today for both final four games and the championship is down to like sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah. After UConn won, uh before the final four was set. So like after UConn won, tickets were like hundreds of dollars. And then once um once the other side of the bracket was set, <laughs> it was like, uh-oh. Hey, uh, all right. Well, let's move on to Dr. Locks. So the, I think, don't hold us to this, but current records are me and Tommy 1-0, Danny 0-1. I'm pretty sure someone, our producer told us we all bet UConn on the last one before the tournament started. I don't. It sounds... Unfortunately, there's there's no record true. of past podcasts or anywhere to find them. <laughs> exactly, everyone so knows once it's on that. once it's on the internet, it's gone forever. So, and, and spoiler, we're all taking you cook. <laughs> <laughs> so our records are now two and zero, one and one, and two and zero. So congrats, boys. Good job. Uh, we're not going to posthumously, which is not the correct term, uh, give ourselves credit for all the UConn wins over the weekend. Or in the beginning of the tournament, we're just going to take that one so you can thank us for that. 
but we are all going to take, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, but we're all going to take UConn minus five and a half. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, honorable mention under both unders, but I'm not going to bet the under in our game. But my favorite thing is betting. This is obviously already baked into the numbers, but betting the under in the final four because the college kids get broken by the sight lines in the football stadiums which is it's just my favorite thing ever. So it's definitely already baked into the lines, and this is not new information, but it's new information, and both the unders are going to hit. So you're welcome for that as well. I I love it. I agree with that. Absolutely <laughs> agree with that. All right. Uh, I think that's all we got. Should we do some some small talk, maybe some some uh, some bachelor party survival tips I heard? As, uh... I mean – after that weekend, I don't think we're in any position to give any tips about how to survive a bachelor party. <laughs> you know, hydrate, hydrate. <laughs> Here's one that I'm always shocked by, and I continuously get sh- I got made fun of like a couple of trips ago about this. I never bring shampoo, obviously, because for those of our listeners that uh, don't have eyeballs, I don't have hair, so I don't need shampoo. But I also don't bring soap with me because I assume they're going to have body yeah. wash or something i assume that either the house will have it or someone else is going to bring it <laughs> i do bring toothpaste that's, that's bad i bring toothpaste and i was actually a provider of toothpaste this weekend people were coming in like i was giving people a little a uh, little little strip a man of the people yep man of the people uh no one thing i will say is i don't get how some of our friends did this some of these fucking psychopaths who book the earliest flights possible yeah. on the last mm-hmm. day. I don't mm-hmm. get how people did do this. We had one guy who ordered a car at 3 a.m. and just stayed up. He just never went, <laughs> went to straight sleep. to the airport. <laughs> Fucking animal. I don't know how people do that because I could barely survive. Oh, wait, we can say one thing. Me and Tom here dealt with probably the worst turbulence of our fucking lives. On the <laughs> so when you deal with turbulence and you also have like the worst anxiety of your entire life, it's bad. There, there were a few instances where I was like, I'm fucking dying today. <laughs> this plane ain't making it back to New York. I thought we were going down. I thought, I thought we were, going, we're down. going down a few instances. There was one point where I swear to God, if I wasn't wearing my seatbelt, I think I actually would have rose out of my seat and like hit my head at the top. It was fucking insane. People were like, ah! like every time. Holy it was, shit. It was horrifying. Yeah, I don't think I have like, I, I mean, I am certainly not any in position to talk about this because I have lived through some of the worst hangovers of all time. I mean, I was, when we were talking about that Vegas trip, which is probably like 10 years ago now, I was before my flight in a full sweatsuit in the sun, full side shivering to death. I literally puked in the, in the Las Vegas airport like 10 minutes before boarding. Um, I, there was only one successful trip I've had, and it was in New York when I went to the Big East tournament a couple years mm. ago or last year and got my own bedroom, went straight to CVS, got like 10 bottles of water and like three pedioids, put them right on the fucking nightstand. Made sure I was home before like 2 or 3 a.m. at each night and just chugged a full one of those bad boys. Set, crank that thermostat down, try to get 15 minutes of shut eye and then get your own shower, sit in there, schwitz for fucking 30 minutes. You're good to go. Well, you're as good as you're going to be to go. <laughs> All right. You guys got anything else? No. Uh, go dogs. Go Fucking dogs. fucking dogs. 
All right, that'll Amen. do it for this episode of the Look Ahead Spot. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you like, rate, and review us on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. We will be back probably next week, maybe with a guest to do a little recap, hopefully recapping a UConn National Championship. This is going to age fucking horribly if we don't win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy.